is it feelings? What do you operate in when it comes to your business? How does that work for you? How is that working for you? So today we're going to talk about faith versus feelings in business. And we're also going to dive into a study that they did about entrepreneurs who are faith driven. And I some interesting stuff that was in there. And I think you guys can get a lot out of it. My name is Kathy McReynolds. I want to welcome you guys out. I am the founder and CEO of Bible Business Academy, where we help you to grow your business with biblical principles, along with mission marketing strategies. So we're excited to be out here with you guys today. Do me a favor. If you can go ahead and hit that share button. I am also going to... Um, share out. Let me know where you are tuning in from. And you know what? We <laughs> just let me know where y'all tuning in from today, right? It, it's uh we, we, we're having some lovely technical um okay. I see us there now. Okay, let me I'm gonna go ahead and get this shared over to some places here to our news feed. All right, I'm getting a share out. I got my phone. If you guys do me a favor, go ahead and hit that share button. And we're going to get everything started here in a second. My name is Kathy McReynolds, and we're going to talk about faith versus feelings. So let me know where you're watching it. Are you LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, our group, our page? Where are you at? We're going to uh, talk about faith versus feeling in the in business. And also, guys, I want to let you know before I dive into here, I'm excited because today our book went live on Amazon and it's um, called Bible Business Secrets, How to Build a Business with Biblical Principles, a Biblical and Mission Marketing Principles. So make sure you check it out. Pick up your copy today. And um, if you don't have your show notes, make sure you get your show notes. Go ahead and grab a copy of that. If you don't have it, just grab a pen and paper because we're going to give you some stuff today that will help you grow in your business. It will help you make that difference in your business, in your life, and the things that you want to do because we want to see you win so that you can then take that money, funnel it back into the kingdom world and um, be able to help some people uh, change their life, be able to be that difference maker. All right, so let me go ahead and switch it over here and we'll get this started. And then I'm gonna go over here to our PowerPoint. And welcome again, guys. My name is Kathy McReynolds. Today, we're talking about faith versus feelings in business. We're coming from Proverbs 29, 11. It says, a fool gives vent to his spirit but a wise man quietly holds back, holds it back. I mean, I didn't say that. The word said it. And I listen, this is so true, especially, you know, us entrepreneurs who, you know, a lot of times we got to humble ourselves and, and, and stop thinking that we, we know everything. Am I the only one who, who's been there? We've all been there. So that is a proverb you can put up in front of you and just always read it. It says, a fool gives a full vent to his spirit, but a wise man quietly holds it back. So if you got that, like, ugh, always got something to say, hold it back. 
because that's what the word's saying. We're all, you know, a work in progress. And I just want to say a quick prayer, like, Lord, just help whoever you need to hear this message tonight, bring them here, whether it's tonight or on the replay and give them what they're desiring in their heart because you are awesome and amazing and you you always take care of us. So I love you and I praise you. All right, let's dive on in today. It says in a university study, this was a study that was done, um, I think it was like by three professors. And I just thought, I found the facts very interesting. I'm always doing research on business, on entrepreneurs to be able to help you guys. And, and what we help you do is we help you start, grow, or scale your business, or we help you with the marketing and advertising on it. Wherever you're at, or sales, wherever you're at, we have a membership program for the sales, the marketing, and the advertising. And then we also have academies where we will teach you how to start, grow, or scale your business. But these three professors investigated the connection between faith and the um, propensity to start a business by examining data from a survey that uh, queried 1,700 U.S. adults about their religious habit. And I found some very interesting stuff in here that I want to go ahead and share with you guys today. And again, as I always say, if you follow us here live on Thursdays, I can't see your comments until the end, but I will go over there, whether it's during the live or replay and check them out. So make sure you leave them and also drop your business. Let me know what type of business you have. So today you're going to find out what they discovered about entrepreneurs and discover what they did more frequently than any other people. This is very interesting. And also what they believe that God was most likely to do for them, where you are also going to discover why too many entrepreneurs try to get acquainted with God through their feelings. Like, you know how they always say you in your feelings and, and, and what it should be based upon instead, because then, you, you know, your feelings will trick you. And we're going to talk about how that works. But the big question that I want you to focus on, do faith-based entrepreneurs truly feel a deeper connection to God than non-entrepreneurs? Like, do we got that one side tunnel and connection to God as an entrepreneur than most people? We're going to talk about that and we're going to dive into that. So it's really, really, really good and interesting. So I want you guys to pay attention. So if you're wondering why should I listen to this girl? Who is she? I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself. I am from Akron. I always like to say I grew up shy, shelter, and in church basically six days a week because it is true. My mom was a minister. My dad was a football coach. And I left home at 19, went to the D.C., Baltimore, Boston, and Pittsburgh area. Anybody from those areas? And that's pretty much where I lived, in, you know, from my 20s to my couple years. At, well, actually, for I was in that area for in the D.C. area for about 25 years. And, you know, I went in and out. Anybody ever go in and out? You, you always have God with you, but you're not always connected like you, you know you should be connected. And, and the beauty of the beauty of God is that he he just patiently waits on you. So if he patiently waited on you, let me know also. And I like to call myself this college dropout turned success student of doers. I believe that whatever dream or vision God put in you, he will also give you the provision to make it happen as long as you keep him first. He said, seek 
him first, seek his kingdom first, and all these things will be added into you. And as of today, I can officially say that I am an author because we have Amazon that just came live. I think it was at 5.15 a.m. Introvert who loves to win, not perfect, but an action taker. Auntie the financial double that and all of that other good stuff but what Just keep going through it and just praise and plan. He's going to but um statistically significant ways we got a connection so think about this when you think genesis it, it's the very first thing you know about him is that he was a creator and that's what entrepreneurs are we're creators we're always creating something to help people to make things happen to be that difference maker and that's like in the beginning of the Bible says in the beginning, God created. So he's a creator. So you know how you always say, you know, my people, are and I just feel like because the creator we're in his image and he gives that gift of creating, we got this connection, y'all. So, what do we do? So, the study said that more engaged and an engaged and responsive God relationship. They believe God takes a personal in them. They talk to God more. That conversation with God is like all day. And there are more like congregation just activity. I didn't do the study. I'm just uh, and taking you to how the Bible started out interesting that that's the very first thing that he got one of us creator he could have told being uh he could have told he's going to take care of the very first thing he said is he ate it 
God created. So we got that connection, y'all. So let's make it happen for him. The confidence in, in 1 John 5, 14, 15, this is like entrepreneurs have this confidence. that on the confidence of entrepreneurship when you i've been an entrepreneur for 25 years and trust me guys i've had i was just sharing somebody today about my story about 10 or 12 years ago when i when i um came back after i think it was 2008 it was 2008 2009 when everything had like crashed I lost my home, my Mercedes, I lost everything. And I remember coming back to my hometown um, with nothing but my clothes. Like literally I've been gone for like 25 years and all I showed back up with was the clothes on my back and some in the car. And then we had a truck, my niece had came back as well. And, and I think I brought one, this old couch back with me um, the, during that time period. But I remember going to my niece and I'm like, you know, first of all, I was embarrassed to have to do that, to go to my niece and say like, I need help. I was just like, give me two weeks. I just need to borrow your car for two weeks. And so at that particular time, because my confidence, my ability, my confidence and ability in my entrepreneurship was like, I, I don't know if I'm going to do this. I went and got a job for a year. The only job that I had in 25 years was during that one year period in about 90 days of being in the fog going through that. I'm like, I just, I'm not built for this. I can't do this. I was already free for 13 years before that. And I walked away from that job and went over a six figure income in six months after losing everything, after walking away from that job. And I, I share that not to impress you, but to impress upon you that when I look at 1 John 5, 14 and 15, it says, and this is the confidence that we have towards him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he will hear us. And I just knew, I was telling him at that time, you know, even yeah, I, I was, I always had that belief in God, but at that time, I had more of a belief in my ability. I, we used to always say, you're fighting for the name on the back of your jersey. But I prayed through that whole situation. My walk now is completely different than it was then. Because then I thought it was about me. Now I know it's about God. But you just got to have confidence. If you want to make things happen, regardless of what is going on around you regardless of what's happening because you're going to have ups and downs you're going to the more money you make the more problems you have so don't ever think you're going to get rid of that you just have to have confidence and when you learn to have that confidence in god instead of yourself it becomes a piece that i just can't explain but it's just so special and awesome to be connected that's why we talk to him a lot that's why we communicate that's why we 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 love to be around other entrepreneurs and have those conversations so those are things that are very very important so if any of you ever been through some let me know and it says and if we know that he hears us and whatever we ask we know that we have that we have the request that we have asked of him we know that we're going to get it we know 
that his word can't come back void, that he cannot lie. God does not lie. So he has to do what his word says he's going to do. And so that entrepreneur, you cannot operate in your feelings. You got to operate in the confidence of God. And I promise you, it will change your life. God listens to faith-based entrepreneurs. He listens to us and he hears us he hear the moment that i can't quite think of where the scripture is but he said uh, it, you know i think it was uh, um oh it, it just left my mind but i know that uh he showed it it, it might have been okay yeah, I'll, I'll get it in a second. Let me read this here. It says in John 9 th uh, 3 1 we know that God does not listen to sinners like he don't listen to sinners. You just got to know that. Like he don't listen to sinners. I, it's right there in the Bible. But if anyone is a worshiper and does his will, God listens to them. So he hears you. He hears you. It may take two, three weeks to show up, but he hears you at that exact moment that you're out if you're in his will. So I need you to understand that if you're in God's will, he listens to you. He hears you. You may not know that he hears you at that moment. It's no different than your children, your earthly children. You hear them when they ask something of you. You may not give it to them at that moment. It could be for various reasons that you don't give it to them, but you do hear them so that, that he hears us. And uh, here's the surprising results the most when it comes to church affiliation, belief in God and service attendance they seem to be as religious as everyone else. When entrepreneurs come to that, nearly nine out of 10 are affiliated with some religion. And, and let me tell you, that is so important because a lot of times if you, being an entrepreneur can be a lonely world, especially if you're not connected to God, because your family don't get you, your friends don't get you. And you're, you're always doing something, making things happen and working. So they can't like, you can't have that conversation with them about that if they're trying to have that conversation about what's happening on social media, on CNN, on Fox, or whatever the case is. And it's like idle talk to you. And, you know, I'm, I'm not poo-pooing on that, but I'm just explaining to you if you feel like you're not connected to a lot of people around you, these are some of the reasons. And I promise you, you are okay. Two-thirds say they have no doubt that God exists. I don't know what's up with the rest of them, but they say they have no doubt that guys God exists. These findings may surprise people who assume that hard-driven business people are too busy or greedy to make time for religion. They're like, oh, you don't got time to come to church. Oh, you ain't got time to do this. But your whole life is consumed with God. He goes with you everywhere you go and you're constantly talking to him. So that connection of they're looking for being religious and, and being traditional you're looking at relationship. You're looking at a with God, not a religion with God. So it's a huge difference. And the Bible instruct us to, as they say, to devote themselves. He said, and they devoted themselves to the apostles teaching and the fellowship to the breaking of the bread and prayers. So like, this is what, this is why entrepreneurs gather together, go to church, do this, 
because of this right here, because, you know, you're always at, if it's not at church, you're at some type of event where you're learning, you're reading some book, uh, you, you love to like, um, to network with other entrepreneurs and you're constantly praying about your business, about your customers, about other people's success, whatever it is, you're, you find yourself constantly just being connected to God as an entrepreneur. And I go back to Genesis, right? It, a creator, in the beginning he created. So us creators, you know, like minds think alike and we, he is in us and he put that in us. So I'm excited about that. And here's why the study was done. Entrepreneurs play a crucial role, y'all, in the American economy. And, and so it's crucial to understand what drives them. Like entrepreneurs create the jobs, they pay the people so the people can be in their homes, that, so they, they can travel, they can do all of that. So all of this stuff is coming to you. And this is why it's so important to implement biblical principles while you're doing it, because, this, you know, if it, you could have so much stress on you if you don't know how to release that and turn that over to God. So that's the important part. If, if you're thinking and you're on the edge about becoming an entrepreneur and you're like, should I do this? You know, is God calling me to do a business? I actually have a YouTube um, video about that. So go check that out. Is God calling me to a business? If you feel that urge in you and you watch that and you listen to what they what I was talking about in there and you feel that I want you to go for it because he got you and, and the world needs you. You're the one that's going to go out there and create jobs. You're the one that's going to go out there and teach and train and help other people to be able to change their life. So go be obedient and follow him. And, and, and in a smaller study, they also found that in 2004, it was only 44 hours entrepreneurs out of Brooklyn that found that religion, religiosity was positively correlated to personal ambition and innovation. So in layman's term, what that meant is that if you, if you, if you were positive and you had personal ambition, a lot of times you were an entrepreneur and you had some type of, of spirituality about you. Be and I, I believe that's because of all the stuff that we have to go through, all the things that we're putting together, you know, putting out fires, uh, taking care of people, making things happen. So all of that. And then in 1985, they also did a study at the first generation of Japanese America, men linked self-employment to family, religious tradition and participation. So there you go. Uh, both studies show that entrepreneur. all three studies show that entrepreneurs are definitely connected to God and we got the inside track with him. All right. Uh, what do entrepreneurs pray for? Unfortunately, who knows? Right. But I because I do pray all the time, I can probably tell you some of the stuff, but I'm going to tell you what the study said that they don't ask for. They don't ask for energy, insight or success for the most part. And I used to be in a position where I used to ask for that stuff until I started getting into God's word and really understanding what he wants us to ask him for. And he already knows what we want, right? Even before we ask him. So like, 
you don't even have to ask for that stuff. But what he wants us to do is to grow his kingdom, like to, to help other people and, and to see him and to know who he is and to love on him and to go out and to do that and, and to take care of, you know, the, the, the widows and, and the fatherless, like those are into, you know, to give, to serve, to help. Those are the things that he wants us to do. So due to the exposure to a lot of more uncertainty and risk than most, perhaps they feel they need to pray more. That's probably the truth about it is why we need to pray more is because of that reason. And I, I just remember y'all something that I need <laughs> you know, as they say, better late than never. I, okay, there we go. I, I found out the other day that you can share your live to your story, but not this kind. Of course it has. And I just thought about it now, but it didn't work, but it's okay. So I'm back. Uh, see, see how our minds go. We're always thinking about lots of different things at one time so and then perhaps the pressure of starting and running the business to put food on the table that heightens their their spiritual leanings like you you, you don't know where or when depending on what type of business you have depending on how fast you got started in or what's happening so all of that is like okay god i just need you you told me to do this this and this here's what your word said here's what that scripture said and now I'm doing my part, so I need you to do your part. Devil, get behind me. Take your hands off my business. Here's what I'm about to do. Menace and spirits, just come with me and help me to get the things that I need to get. And then you got to claim stuff. You got to claim the things that you want. And so it, there are certain things you pray for, and there are certain things you just claim, and then you go for, and you make them happen. Is this making sense? Let me know. Uh, drop it in the comments and let me know if you're getting this between that faith and the feelings or what you're getting out of it. Is is greater faith in God needed if you're more willing to take on risks? So we just talked about that, like that risk factor and, and why you need God to be like, okay, I'm just going to go for it. Give it all I got. That's called faith, y'all. Just putting it all in God's hand and believing that what he says in his word, he will do. There's a confidence that comes from one's religious belief. I, I, I can say it for myself and, uh, you know, even way back when, 15, 20 something years ago, when we were running and even here of late, anytime you know, in different cities, different states, we're in the financial business. We, you, I had a business on that. We would constantly run the number one office. And I used to say it was because we outworked them. But now that I look back, it was other people who had belief in God. And we just, we, we would have Bible study, you know, at our office, we would always be talking about you know, God and it, he was there. It wasn't like, you know, like it is today where I have Bible Business Academy out there, but we always did that. And little did I know he was right there all of that time helping us with that. And it says, and perhaps the individualisms and autonomy associated with entrepreneurship are reflected in the idea of a more personal, direct relationship with God. And I think I've made that abundantly clear at this point that we talk to him 
24-7. When we wake up soon, like soon as my eyes open, I'd be like, hi, God, like with us. I like literally I wake up every day with a smile and it's like, hey, God, like, let's go. What you need me to do today? Right. And that's how you want to be. And it takes practice. It takes a desire and dedication to get to that point. And I want that for you. The next question they ask is, do entrepreneurs gravitate to churches that are pro-business or do the churches motivate people to start companies? What's your take on that? Do you think that entrepreneurs go to churches because they talk about business or being in church motivates them to start a business? And, you know, of course, it says there's no clear answer on that on that direct relationship. But I think it all depends on the leadership, whoever's at the top of the, you know, church. If you got someone that's running that, who has a nine to five, you're not going to hear much about faith and money. But if you have someone who's running the church, like I, you know, I listen to quite a few people, but I always think of Bill Winston on, on, on this, you know, when you, when you listen to him preach, he talks about his entire congregation becoming millionaires. He talks about the way they're going to change lives and, and turn, you know, the, the prisons into boardrooms and, and helping people. And they're buying, you know, sh planes and shopping malls and, and banks and grocery stores and different things like that. So in that church, you know, if you go there and you listen to it, it's going to be about entrepreneurship and that's okay, right? But if you go to some churches, it's going to be about something completely, you know, it's about God. And, and, and so is the, the, you know, the, when you talk about faith and finances, that's about God as well, but it's just two different ways. And that was the reason why God had 12 disciples and he sent them out to different areas to be able to help certain people. And so you have to realize that that is okay. What every, every member, every part has to play a role. So you got to figure out what your role is. And if you don't know what it is, don't even worry about that. Cause that's what we help you with. And if you need help in getting your business started and answering some of these questions, go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com, download our free report. Once you're there, make sure you book a call with us so that we can um, um, have a strategy session with you and be able to help you get clarity on what type of business you want to have you know, and how to get it done. Like you don't need, you don't have to come with the idea. You just have to come with an open heart and an open mindset that you want to get started in business or you want to grow business. And we will help you with that. It also says perhaps entrepreneurs find a place where their mindset is affirmed. Like that, like it confirms what they're thinking. Don't you like being around people who think like you think and, and you guys can have these healthy conversations. And then that, you know, if you're the fifth entrepreneur there and everybody, I always say, I, you know, I try to be the, the, the dumbest in the room. So that means that I'm surrounding myself with people who are way up here so that I can learn what they learn and be able to go to that next level. Or maybe they're influenced by their church peers and leaders. I just told you about Bill Winston and, and, and his, the way that, um, he ministers, and it could be also that a community of faith provides social 
capital. Social capital, we're going to talk a little bit about that more later, but that is so important. And it can be a source of customers, you know, uh, uh, customers, your investors, your employees, your, you, you get encouragement, you get ideas. A lot of people already know you. So depending on what you're doing, they'll do business. I remember coming out of church way back in the day, um, and writing some insurance policies right in the parking lot of the church right after church. Uh, why was that? Because I went to that church and people knew me, they needed some insurance and they needed to get it done. And that's where we did it at. So I can see how all of this is relating. So is this making sense to you guys? And some congregations reemphasize the integration of work and worship and financial planning, as well as run their churches in a more innovative and business-like way. So when I read that, I remember listening to T.D. Jakes one time, and he, he talked about how they run their church and he said they have a schedule that they go th that, that they go through he said because when you got a church this big you have to operate it as a business you have to operate it in a schedule and you have to do things you know by schedule versus a very small church they can they can come in uh, you know, I was thinking of Pastor Sanders. Uh, I just love him. He's like 86 or something years old. He'll he'll get up there and talk for hours. And I just love it because he's sharing and he's and he's teaching and he's having people read from the Bible. And, you know, so there's all different options that you can gravitate to and grow to. But as an entrepreneur, you got to figure out where your jam is, what makes you feel good, where you gel at, and then do that and then help bring other people into the community when you uh, make money tied back so that you can give back to the churches so that you can help them grow and you can help God's kingdom grow. And, and so here's what entrepreneurs said. They said, so everybody else had that opinion. I kind of gave you some of mine, but they said that the reason why that they picked the church that they pick is because of their family and friends. And that's so, so true. Now, you may watch something different on YouTube, but when you're locally, you like to be around your families and friends. You like to take away your, or you have to make yourself take away a day from business and, and, you know, do something that mo that most entrepreneurs don't do and uh, on a day-to-day -day basis because we're working, we're calculating, we're thinking, we're being creative. So being around your family and friends, is, is just sometimes a relaxation, if that makes sense to y'all, right? So there you go with that. So don't neglect to meet together, guys. Even in the word it says, in Hebrews 10, 25, it says, not neglecting to meet together as it is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you saw the day draw near. So basically you have to get, because, you know, especially if you're an online entrepreneur, I can, I used to be able to be stuck in my house for days, not stuck, like choice, working 12, 18 hour days, just working on the phones, doing stuff for four or five days before I even go outside. And especially during this season that we just went through in this world. So you got to make sure that you get out there and you connect with the world so that you can bring value and you can show them by your light what you're doing so that God is glorified. Make sure that he gets the glory for that. And when we talked about the growing popularity of social entrepreneurship, 
And that's that social entrepreneurship is kind of like uh, the gurus online or, you know, the the uh, who you, you, you guys know what I'm talking about. But it says 71.4 percent of the people identify themselves as social entrepreneurs. So that means they could be a guru. That means that they are they're doing something for a social reason versus an income reason or, you know, they have a heart to serve and they're just turning their passion into a business. You know, they get paid with a purpose and and 71.4% of entrepreneurs identify themselves as social entrepreneurs. So they have a purpose beyond profit. And certainly that comes from their spiritual belief. It comes from what God says. So when most people think it's just about the money, no, it's not just about the money. It's about making a difference. It's about being that difference maker. It's about inspiring people, helping people, changing lives. 28.6% identifies themselves as traditional entrepreneurs where they want to work for themselves or sell a product or service that could earn them a good living. And like I've been on both sides of the, the, this equation. So I understand both sides, but I'm telling you when you, when you work for God instead of man, life begins to change for you. So that's a great place to be. So when we look at that spiritual capital versus that financial capital, when you have that spiritual capital, you value people more, you value your relationship with God, and you're more focused on how you treat other people and, and what's in it for them versus what's in it for you. Because you know God's going to take care of you. So now you know that you can focus your entire attention on helping people and getting people results. That's the beauty of it. When you when you when you operate in that instead of your feelings and your finances, you're more innovative. You get you <laughs> you actually make more money when you're doing that. So you get higher revenues. You also surround yourself with employees with higher skills and you help them to grow. I remember when I was um consulting with the business right before the pandemic started. And as we were shutting down um, the, the business there, be, you know, be when everybody was closing up, our, the lady was like, man, she's like, I think she was in her 30s, like right around there, either, yeah, around 31, 32. And she was like, oh my God, like I've never learned this much working for a company. And and she's like, every day I felt, you know, it was just like, she was like, I've learned so much and I've never learned, like, I'm going to miss this. And that's one of the things that as an entrepreneur that you want to be equipped, equipping and teaching people so that they feel fulfilled and also talk to them about God as well, because they like that. And I'm going to get into that in a second. And you get better and more connection with your employees when they know that you have a faith base and a connection with God and that you're not just about the money, but you care about them as people. And when, when you're looking at that, it says entrepreneurs who emphasize and integrate faith into work had more employees who were more satisfied with their job, just like I told you about the lady that I was talking about, more committed to their job. And guess what, y'all? They contribute to the success of business more. So not only is God good in your life, he blesses those around you and, and he begins to, you know, just 
just take over and helping everyone. So that's another reason that if you have that dream and that desire and something in you to become an entrepreneur or you're one and you're struggling now, I want you to just keep believing in God, putting your faith and trust in him. Go to his word, see what his words say and know that that will change. Here's some other findings that they, the foundings on faith that work. It says people with religious belief were more engaged and entrepreneurial um so it contributes to the success and it says does it and how does it affect their behavior the results were pretty confirming that people's religious belief do yes they do play a role in how they work so don't ignore this y'all don't dismiss it or discourage religion at the office you this can mean you're missing out on significant source of employment engagement and dedication you thought they needed a raise no they just need you to have a heart and to to serve them and to be there for them and let them know that they matter. The challenge is that you, it, to tap into that spirituality and still be inclusive of everyone. So you just gotta you, like you don't you don't you don't just like force what you think on someone else, but you just be you, be excited, and I promise you this: be loving, be caring, be encouraging, and people will find out what you're into why you're always happy and excited and they feel good around you and then you will lead them to god that way like it, you don't have to have that discussion with them you just have to be that example for them and they'll want to follow you so i want you guys to meditate on these scriptures you can take a picture of this take a screenshot and um, Philippians 2 and 4 says, let each of you look not to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. So as an entrepreneur, and you're trying to get your business started or your business is going and you want to make money, you like just like stop thinking about those things. There's times when you need to think about that when you're sitting down and you're doing your planning, but make yourself think about your people, your team, your employees, your vendors, your customers, your, your clients, your patients, the people that you're serving, let that be your focus. Our planner also came on Amazon today as well. And we have a spot in there that says, who do you need to pray for today? Who, who do you need to call and talk to or think? Put your newest customers on that list and then call them and pray for them Pray for their success. Uh, pray for your 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 employees. Pray for the people that are around you and in your life. Like I just can't explain how it's gonna change because you have to, you know, you have to be there uh, to to see that and, and to even though we're talking about the feelings and to know the difference that God can make in your life and how He can use you. In Second Timothy um, two and fifteen, it says, "Do your best to present." Present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling the word of truth. And Colossians 3, 23 and um, to 24, whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for man. Let me just repeat that. So if you just take that biblical principle and say, okay, in whatever business that I'm in, whatever negotiation that I'm in, whoever I'm talking to, I'm not working for them or trying to get them. I'm working for God. So how do he want me to act? 
Like if you just take that one right there, that should change your mindset on everybody that you're talking to. You will start speaking differently, knowing that from the Lord, you will receive the inheritance as your reward. Yeah, he said he's going to prosper you. Yeah, he said he's going, you know, to bless you, give you the, the, the you know, the milk and the honey and everything. All of that is great. But guess what? You, you get your name written in the book of life. And that right there, that's the golden part of it. That's the exciting part of it that you want to take advantage of it. So faith versus feelings, y'all. Too many people try to get acquainted with God through their feelings. Sometimes you won't feel nothing. Sometimes you will, right? That's just how it is. Sometimes you know how like you have that love that you have for a human and you see them or talk to them or those kids and your heart just goes like that. Like I love when I'm just talking to God and that feeling just comes all over me. Does it come all the time? No, but it doesn't have to. You got to learn to not operate in your feelings. As I said in that Proverbs in the beginning, it it will make a fool out of you, right? Because you're, you're going to think that something ain't working because you don't feel it. You just have to have faith about it. When they feel good, they think God has heard their prayers. When they don't feel particularly good, they believe that he has not heard them. So like either you in or you out, you can't like either, you know, he hear you or, you know, he don't. And this is why I want you guys to get from this talk today. It is not about the feelings. I used to like literally, even though we were in church coming up and all of that stuff, I used to wonder like, everybody's shouting, speaking in tongues. They're doing all this stuff. And like, I'm not feeling nothing. And I just thought something was wrong with me. Has anybody else, you know, been there? And it's not until you get in God's word that you realize you, you may feel something one day, but you might not. And that's okay. Cause it's not, he didn't tell you, you got to feel me. He said, you got to believe me and believe has no feelings. It is just, it's, 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 it's a, I don't know what it is, but you don't have to feel it. Their faith is based on the, you, so when you're of the world and you're trying to figure that, that that's how where your faith is. It's not based on God's word. It's based on the, the world and like your body literally feeling something. Do you sometimes? Absolutely. Do you have to? know? So if you don't, I want you to know you're okay. You know, if you're a believer, he hears you, he knows you, he understands what you're looking for, what you want for your business. The moment you pray to him, he, he, he connects with you. So I need you to know that you don't have to feel anything. I want to debunk that mess, especially if you're, an, you're on your entrepreneurship journey a lot of people will stop. A lot of people will get confused and they're like, oh, this is not working for me because they don't feel it. You don't have to feel it. You can lead others to Christ if you stay the course. You can change so many lives if you stay the course. You can build that inheritance for your children's children if you stay the course. So don't rely on what you see or what you feel. Like Thomas, he based his faith on his feelings in the beginning. He was like, I, I got, and what he see, he was like, I got to see him. I got to stick my hand in that hole. He said he would not believe it until he see it with his own eyes and his prints of the nails. Like he needed all of this stuff just to believe. And when you feel yourself thinking that, when you think that, I want you to think about Thomas and 
oh ye of little faith, right? If your faith is based on your feelings, you are using your natural human instincts and your senses and you don't want to do that which means you cannot get spiritual results when you're acting human that way we are spirits and so you have to understand that and operate from that so what it means to you you know when you look at what it means to you to use scriptural uh, spiritual faith and, and and bible faith that means that you 100 without a doubt believe in God's word and remember it. Now, with that being said, will thoughts occasionally come in your head that might say what you think ain't true? Yeah, you may still get those thoughts, but you know how to dismiss them and like get behind me, Satan, like I'm not going there with you. You have no control over this and what we're doing and over our business or my life. You have no dominion over me. You may, you, you, you may rule this world right now, but you don't rule God's children. And we're part of God's children and part of his kingdom. And so when you are as that entrepreneur and you're out there building and you're out there, you know, things are going and doubt and negativity comes in your head. That's when you go to God's word. That's when you start repeating those scriptures over and over again. And, 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 and let me tell you, sometimes it used to be long time, weeks, months, with bad thoughts now it's like repetition you whatever you're thinking that's not the right way dive into the word find scriptures on that and just start saying them over and over and over and over and over and over and over again you know they say say affirmations i say say faith formations and those are scriptures that's in the bible and it says and without faith and then once you say it you have to believe it and because you're believing it does not mean that your thought in your head won't be something that you need to replace and and hebrews 11 6 says and without faith it is impossible to please god for whoever would draw near to god with him whoever would draw near to god must believe that he exists and he rewards those who seek him so when you know that with every every being in you, you know, like beam me up, Scotty. You just know that you know that you know it's just something you can't explain. He got you. He, his words say that. He can't lie. He's never coming back. So I'm going to share with you guys this formula for faith. So use this formula to put your faith to work for you. First, go to God's word for whatever you may be seeking. Take a screenshot here. Pause this if you're catching this during the re replay and definitely make sure you write this down. Second, believe God's word is true. Believe You got to believe what he is written in there is true. Third, refuse to consider contradictory circumstances. Con yeah what your physical senses perceive like so whatever you feel it you're trying to feel you're trying to think it all of that stuff like just refuse to believe it like oh okay well i feel that way but it ain't true like i get it like you know somebody um i think it was um hagan was talking about that and i'm the same way i'm like i don't get sick y'all i i i went through all the way through elementary school I, like i just i saw my mom at the age of eight when i was eight and i saw her laying on her deathbed and the doctor's coming in to say she's gonna die say her goodbyes and she was like y'all know the god i serve i'm not gonna die 
I, I'm going to live to see my kids get grown. She's, she's, I think, 88 now. So I saw the power of prayer and belief. And I've been able to carry that with me throughout my life during, you know, whenever times are like, if I feel something, I just lay my hands on myself and pray for it. And then it's like gone. I mean, that's just the way it is when you get that connection. So those are the, and it, it takes time to build that up. So wherever you're at, just start there. But if you stay in the word day and night, meditating on it, I promise you, you will get God proof. You know, we used to say bulletproof. No, you're going to get God proof. And he'll take care of everything for you. And then fourth, praise God for the answer. Just keep praising him. You know, praise him in the shower. Praise him in the storm. Praise him in the car. Praise him in the bed. Praise him, you know, whatever you're doing in your office, on your run, wherever you're at in your business, in your business meetings, I don't care where you're at. Just keep praising him. So if you follow these four steps and you will always get results, like, like it just... I, it's not because I say it, it's because his word says it. This is what it says. You will receive deliverance. You will receive healing. You will get your prayers answered. You will get the business you desire, whatever you go to God for and you ask him because you have diligently sought him. He's going to provide that for you. And you know, especially as that entrepreneur on that spiritual basis, you're doing this for a purpose. You're doing this to change people's lives. You're doing this to impact others. You're doing this to be that difference maker. And I, since I gave you that formula for faith, I'm going to give you that formula against faith. And you don't want to do this. You don't want to have the need to feel something. You don't want to have the need to hear something. And you don't want to have the need to see something. Let me say that one more time. You don't know on the feeling something, know on the hearing something, and know on the seeing something. None of that has anything to do with faith. If the need to feel something gets you nothing. You know, uh, what's that song? Uh, you got to have something if you want to be the nothing for nothing, least nothing. I don't know. Y'all know I can't sing, but I'm always trying. But the need to feel something gets you nothing. If, if, if you need to feel something, you are going to get nothing. You're going to get nothing but disappointed. You got to have faith that you want to be with God. If you want to be connected with him, that was, is what he is about. If you don't have faith, you can't please them. You can Google if you need Bible verses like and some of our trainees, we actually give those out to you. But you can Google uh, this is from the open Bible, 100 Bible verses about our feelings. And I just I got three of them here for you. So just screenshot those. So it will get you a start. But just Google, what does the Bible say about feelings? So let me share the, these three. Jeremiah 17 and 9. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? There it is. Believe what the word says. Proverbs 28, 26. Whoever trusts in his own mind is a fool, but he who walks in wisdom will be delivered. 1 John 3, 20. For whenever our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart and he knows everything. So guys, go find scriptures that will help you get through any situation that you're going through. And then this is a hundred Bible verses about faith. Again, say Siri or Alexis or whoever you have, give me Bible verses on faith or give me Bible verses on perseverance, whatever you need. But we're talking about faith today. Matthew 21, 22, and you can take a screenshot of this and whatever you ask in prayer, you you will receive it if you have faith. So you can ask, 
you can pray, but if you don't have faith, you ain't getting it. If you ain't connected to God, you ain't getting it. So I, I want you to know, don't be disappointed or mad at him because something hasn't happened. You got to check yourself and say, okay, where am I at? What, what am I doing? And what do I need to fix in order to get it to the level where God hears me and he answers my prayers? Hebrews 11, 6 says, and without faith, y'all, it is impossible to please him for whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. So you gotta have that if you wanna please him. And Romans 10, 17 says, so faith comes from hearing. Yeah, y'all get to listen to this. Here's how you grow your faith. And you can go to my YouTube channel. We got, you just put Kathy McCrow's Bible Business Academy Faith. We, we got some, um, trainings on exactly how to make that happen. Or you can pick up our book at Amazon and, and, and you we, we, we got some sections on that as well. But it says, so faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. So that means that you, you got to show up at church. You got to turn on YouTube, watch church. You, you got to read. You got to get in, get in your Bible be around other people, have Bible study. Like these are the things that you have to do in order to grow your faith. Once you get into the word, I promise you, it's going to come where you need it to become. So you get to choose whether you operate your business and your life from faith or fear. So I, you know, I hope you choose faith, y'all. He gives us all free will, but choose faith. When you choose faith, your finances will change. The way you operate your business will change. Everything will get better. So I hope that brought you guys value tonight. If you want to join our movement to grow your, your faith and your finances through entrepreneurship. So whether you're looking to get your business started or you're already in business, you want to grow your business, or maybe you just need marketing, advertising, or sales help, or how to build your team we can help you with this. Here's what you want to do. You want to go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com. Go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com. Download our free report on how to build a business with biblical principles and then read it. Like, don't just download it. You got to read it. And then watch the video um, from YouTube. Is God calling me to start a business? Even if you're already in business, there's certain things that you have to be in tune with to know how he's talking to you and what he's talking about. But most importantly, y'all, book a strategy call. You know, we get, I love having strategy calls because it gives us an opportunity to, to see what's on the heart of people and to help them get to that next level. And we also have a free gift that awaits you. So, you you know, we love to, to, to over deliver. Is it okay if we over deliver with you all on that? So if you're ready to start, scale, or soar in business so you can help grow God's kingdom while growing in your faith and finances, let us show you how. You can text faith to 1833 Bible Biz, 1833 Bible Biz. It'll come right to me. I'll be able to answer that and text you back, and we can get connected, have a conversation, and schedule a time to get on the call. Or you can call us at 1833 Bible Biz during business hours, and we can definitely take your call. Or just call and leave a message or email me at info at kathymcreynolds.com for more information. So I appreciate you guys. I'm going to hop back over here 
and let's see if we have any comments. I see some comments in the chat here. And let's show a little comments. This is for thankful for his grace. It says, I watched this video and was very helpful. Well, I am glad. Thank you so much for sh showing up. And, and um and hopefully it helped you out. It says I currently have the other one. Okay, I'm gonna show you your other comment because I think this will help some other people. It says I currently feel scatterbrained when it comes to getting started. I'm searching different info, but really don't know which order to move in. You know what? You you are in the right place. A lot of people feel that way. That's why you book those strategy calls. Like that is perfect right there because we get to have a conversation. If you book that, I'm going to be the one that you're speaking with or one of my assistants, but then they'll still connect me with you. But that's why um, and how we help you because we, we can have a conversation as to where you're at, what you're thinking, and then help get you in the right direction. And I always tell everybody this, whether you do business with us or someone else, when you get off that call, you're going to have clarity. You're going to know what your next move is, what your next step is, and exactly what to do. So I appreciate you sharing uh, your thoughts there. And if there's any more, let me see if there's any more chats there. If not, guys, I'm going to switch this over there. If anybody else has anything else, you can go ahead and add there. Um, if not, guys, you want to go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com, download your free report. Make sure you download that. Let me get that up there a little bit. Make sure you download that free report so that we can help you um, so that you can learn some stuff there and then we can help you on that. But book a strategy call. If you don't book the call, we can't, you know, we can't have a one-on-one -on -one conversation. You book a call, we can have a conversation. I, and uh, also don't forget to get our book. It just uh, arrived on Amazon today. And also our planner is on Amazon. The planner is called Believe and Grow Rich. I haven't even advertised any of that, but all of that stuff is right there on Amazon. You can get a copy of it and also join our academies. I appreciate you guys. You guys are awesome and amazing. And just, you know, let God work in your life. Just trust him. You just got to trust him. Trust me. I was telling my mom today, I was like, you know, just being God's friend and being with him is pretty cool. And I want you to feel that exact same way. So guys, I appreciate you. Have a blessed day and we shall talk to you later. Bye-bye.